0: Psychology Systems Limited are the leading provider of radiotherapy ancillary equipment in the UK and Ireland. Serving the community for over 22 years, we pride ourselves on exceptional service and quality products. Please take a moment to visit our website www.osl.uk.com and take a look at our product lines which include Macromedics for patient immobilisation and IBA dosimetry for all your radiotherapy quality assurance needs. We are more than happy to take your questions so please do get in touch via our website or email inquiry at osl.uk.com and one of our specialist team will be available to assist you.
1: Hello and welcome to RadChat. We're here in Liverpool for the UKIO. My name is Joe McMara and I'm joined by fellow host named John Anderson.
0: Hi everyone.
1: So we're joined by our next guest. Would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Hello, yeah, nice to see you both. I'm Spencer Goodman, so I'm professional officer for radiotherapy at the Society and College of Radiographers.
1: So Spencer, you have a very
0: big role at Society College of Radiographers. What is it that you do there? Yeah, so uh, a good question. (laughs) I've had to think about that and actually it can seem quite uh, nebulous, can't it? But actually it's uh, pretty much anything to do with radiotherapy and working with the community and multi-professionally for the promotion of therapeutic radiography and articulating uh, our profession in uh, relevant guidance documents to support um, the workforce development, patient care and all of the above but um, and also member communications, queries uh, but uh, also strategic level so it's right from working with um, commissioners, NHSE uh, and the more professional workforce so it's, it could be quite wide but a lot of it can be seen as guidance document but it's actually uh, it's deeper than that, it's actually communicating all of that
1: Yeah, because sometimes I feel there's a a way in which you do a lot of work, but it's then not visible to members. Do you find that that that
0: exists? Yeah, I think uh, it's a really good point. I've had to think about that, how you promote it. And we put the publications out there. um, But I think sometimes it can be seen potentially that, oh, it's the society. But actually, the society is made up of members. So our advisory groups um, advise us, and I, I work for them. So it's about them actually articulating that. Um, and it's not a, necessarily a select group of people either. So it goes out widely into the community. So there are documents out there that um, come from that process. So I'm thinking the UK Radio Therapy Board. So on Target Two, that's uh, a multi-professional document, but endorsed by the of radiographers uh, and delivered by membership. So both within uh, our advisory groups, but also the wider membership. And there's a huge amount of skill set out there. So. That's a you know a huge piece of work done by members, uh, but articulated by society. So it is visible, but just people, um, including myself, didn't you know, don't always connect that. Maybe if that's a fair comment. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, I mean, I know how much work you do. We've had chats before. but yeah. you've always wanted to kind of promote your role, but also how other people can get involved. You talked about kind of special interest groups. Yeah. That's not always that common in every profession. What are they? No, so uh, a great point, thanks Naaman. I think we, traditionally we had uh, different groups, so the special interest groups are self-governing, so they're uh, supported by the society, but they're actually governed by uh, members. We've moved into a space where we've got uh, Synapse, or I call it Synapse, tomato, tomato, but uh, yeah, Synapse, (laughs) let's call it Synapse, shall we? Yeah, so we've got Synapse, uh, which is a, a shared space, so whatever space you use in your pre-registration programs or or beyond Uh, and they're really for peer support and you think well actually what's the link we've got but we've got strong links with the chairs so they can articulate issues or requirement for any further work which we can then bring in to the Radiotherapy Advisory Group and the Radiotherapy Advisory Group advises UK Council and we can also take aspects of that into the UK Radiotherapy Board so we've got a vehicle for people f- to feed in and we've had a few um, uh, a few that's the wrong term. We've had a huge increase in the number of special interest groups. So uh you know, I'm just thinking um, more recently we've got Late effects the late effects group, so, uh, so it's a great outreach and
1: promotion special Yeah, yes. Group. And, yes. Yes. and soon today,
0: <laughs> yeah hopefully um, setting one up around skincare. Yeah. And and I'm just thinking, yeah, the wider work that was we talking about earlier, we've got uh, Melanie Carloxen and Dr Rick Hime working on a, um, a curriculum framework for advanced clinical practice to articulate for therapeutic radiography the multi-professional framework so that's driving forward huge membership engagement but actually how do we bring all those people together um, to then push continue to push that forward so that'd be another SIG and you know, working with you Naaman, on a uh, on a SIG going forward and I think that's how people get involved you know because there's a huge amount of support uh, both for people that are already in roles want to develop them or looking to go into them as well so how do we support the future future leaders and workforce as well and that's what those groups are about so yeah it's like showcasing different opportunities isn't it and trying to standardize care across the country but in just yeah, member-led which I think is really good yeah huge yeah because we've got the work uh, we work really close with uh, IPEM and RCR it's so got the standardized consent work which I'm involved in but actually is you know, I've got a level of um, a level of knowledge that, that I can feed into it but actually we've got representatives feeding in at a high level into that work and uh, then the community runs with it as well so that's laid as well but it can then actually how does that get implemented so we've got the quality, uh, quality assurance SIG that actually then put that into practice so there's a lot of community sharing there as well so yeah.
1: So Charlotte Beardmore
0: presented today. Do you, do you want to tell us a little bit about kind of what Charlotte's presented in Sight of college of radio Church? I didn't. I've to, I didn't go and see it this morning. <laughs> well, I went. No, the, that was oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really good. Yeah, brilliant. No, I think. Um, yeah, we've got. Because I actually went to the MRI uh, talk this morning, and oh, she um, won't be happy
1: with that. Yeah. And <laughs>
0: No, I did check because there was a few other sessions, and I thought it was so important that we actually saw that. I think, oh, should I come and uh, listen to you, Charlotte? And we we said that yesterday because Danny Hutton, uh, who's the ODN chair, he actually is uh, on uh, uh, the Red Type Advisory Group as well, as it happens, and he's pushing forward a national patient survey off the back of Charlotte's work in the community in 2012. And uh, I said, oh, can I? I need to go and listen to Danny and the patient advisory group, uh, the patient group with Linda. So I've not been to any of Charlotte's sessions at all. So <laughs> <laughs> I did look at it in the community. So um, I know we're live, so it's too late to retract it. Isn't it? So <laughs> I stand by that decision. <laughs> but hopefully Charlotte will smile when she hears that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So what is the future for radiotherapy? Yeah, There's okay. so much happening, but the Society College of Radiographers, because of the members, are on the pulse. Yeah. So what is it that people can expect or or anticipate maybe coming out in the next few years?
0: Yeah, that's. I, I mean, I, I did actually. Uh, listen to her talk yeah I think well it's a huge question isn't it and I don't think we've got any one answer but we know that there's going to be a huge change and we've got a huge workforce challenge and we've got a changing dynamic so we're working with the multi-professional workforce RCR IPEM to really articulate how we work together to feed into patient care so we've got a huge We've got significant change in roles, haven't we? We've got uh, a requirement for feed into the workforce, so pre-registration delivery, recruitment retention, we've got all of those strategies. But then what, what does the workforce of the future need? You know, what set do they need? And we've been working closely with the HGPC because they're just due to be releasing their new standards of proficiency. But of course, they're an umbrella term for them, people to articulate in their programme. So what does the next generation of therapeutic radiographer need? Uh, and it's autonomy, flexibility and their roles within their own right uh, so you know, we, we're a supportive um, of the multi-professional workforce but we are we have a role in our own right um, and that's huge if you think about the scope of practice in the UK for a therapeutic radiographer that's ever expanding so how do we support that and how do we articulate in the, that against the multi framework and I think that's uh, we've got People have umbrella terms, so you know, AI, but what is AI? That's an umbrella term for big data and um, machine learning. But that's really uh, being confident in a space of patient communication, isn't it? So, with a link between the patient pathway and all of the other uh, supportive um, infrastructure to do that. So, you can pick out machine equipment sustainability, um, new equipment adaptability. AI, but what does that mean? But we need to we need to be empowered to be able to talk to patients, to for them to understand automated decision making. So you know how are we going to articulate that for the future career? So we've got huge change, but we've got. I mean, you, you know, your experience as a, as a senior lecturer, you know, that's what you're doing is not you're giving people the skill set to flex and be critical of their own scope of practice knowledge to support that, and I think you know, the communication with patients is going to, that's always there isn't it? So, um, and the technical development will always develop, but that's always been the case. So how do we, how do we support patients going forward? So, you know, huge change. There's always been change. Yeah, I don't think that's new to our
1: profession at all, is it? In terms of what we're expecting, and I know you're on your way down to London after this. What are you doing down in London? Uh,
0: Yes, well, so the Catch Up With Cancer campaign, uh, we've got the 10-year cancer plan. So how is radiotherapy articulated in the 10-year cancer plan? And I think it's perhaps fair to say that it needs to be uh, more visible than it is. Um, I suppose, uh, you were talking about earlier about the visibility of our work. So in terms of the consultation process for that, there's huge input by lots of members working with my diagnostic colleagues as well to uh, feed back heavily into the consultation about what we need, so workforce, sustainable equipment plan, postgraduate support for development, pre-reg support, apprenticeship agenda, support workforce, was something I didn't mention. So that needs to be, uh, we need to promote radiotherapy and have it at high visibility, so uh, it's amazing you know that I catch up with cancer and the group that are doing that, so I felt it's really important that we support that. So. Uh, I'll be off uh, later to get down to London, and um, I might even tweet. I t- used to be. I'm kind of sort. Of vo- maybe I need to be less voyeuristic on Twitter and more <laughs> active. So I almost to do that as a result yeah. of this. Or so. well,
1: that will TikTok now, Spencer. can yes. you Get you on TikTok. You did Instagram. a grinch it when
0: I was at Estra. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I did. Yeah, you know, no. Um, I think it's tricky because, you know, it's actually we need to really articulate that it does happen. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, usually the, the consultations get um, heard and then fed into high-level documents but sometimes you know we need to actually uh, not sometimes we need to push yeah, that forward so yeah. that's the wrong needs to be stronger yeah. isn't it actually yeah,
1: absolutely. and a big plug for obviously Radiotherapy UK and all the amazing Brilliant. work they're doing to obviously yeah. help promote therapeutic radiographers and the radiotherapy workforce yeah,
0: yeah. and working with Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. So. and we've got um, a careers promotion um, officer we've got Michelle awesome. Tyler working with the community but that's also it's not individuals isn't it all that already happens in individual centres practitioners pushing forward working with the community but how do we how do we bring that together and empower them more as well and uh, i think that's something that we can we can continue to support and we need to support so oh well thank you so much
1: for joining us and hopefully we'll get you on for a full hour about all the amazing work that society is doing. We
0: pick one single guidance document and go into depth. Oh, yeah. but I'd love to do that. Brilliant. We'll
1: geek out on a policy. Amazing. Yeah. There's a
0: cardiac monitoring um, piece of work with the UK RT board, so Karen Smith's been leading that for us as well, so that's due out soon. There's other implantable devices as well, which is really an issue. So, yeah, let's pick one. Brilliant. There you go.
1: We've plugged
0: a few but out as well. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thanks for the invitation. Great.